This week, what did our TDs get up to before they were TDs? They had to earn a living somehow, so how did they do it? Well, let me explain. Let me explain with Sean Defoe, a News Talk original. Welcome to the show and don't forget to follow on Spotify, Apple, the News Talk app or wherever it is you are listening. This week, I've been taking a bit of a look into the background of our lovely Dáil members and looking at what those deputies did before they managed to get elected. The importance of this, I think, varies pretty wildly. Some politicians were just sort of happy to have any old job while they went after the one they really wanted in being a TD and being a politician, while others had whole other careers before they entered politics. Some have had to leave politics because of their previous jobs. Look at Robert Troy, for example, his other gig as a landlord, costing him his role as a junior minister, or the former TD for Clare, Michael Harty, springs to mind. He was a GP and a TD in the last stall, but announced he wasn't going to run again because he couldn't get anyone to run the practice in his absence. So he had a choice of there being no GP in his local area and continuing in politics or stepping away, and he stepped away. So without further ado, where did our TDs come from? And I know what you're all screaming. It's the same thing my boss John said to me when I pitched this idea. Sure, aren't they all just teachers and farmers? And that's certainly partially true. Almost one in five TDs was either a teacher or a farmer in a previous life. On the teacher side, that includes names like Taoiseach Micheál Martin, Education Minister Norma Foley and Arts Minister Catherine Martin, who taught music and English. Three of 20 TDs at the moment who taught at some point or another. Many schools across the country are dealing with the same issue and of course pay inequality is very much part of the problem as students are refusing to turn to the teaching profession and for the very same reason uh, young teachers are walking away from the teaching profession. So my question is what measures is government taking to tackle teacher shortages? Then there are nine farmers or former farmers, including, appropriately enough, the Agriculture Minister Charlie McConnell, Oge, Independent TD Michael Collins. He left school at the age of 12 and was a farmer and a landscape gardener. While the Count Corla of the Dáil, Sean O'Farreel, has said he inherited the family farm from his grandparents at just 10 years old. No farmer will be forced to cut their herd. What we are doing here is backing farm families in the massively important work of food production. You likely won't be too surprised to hear it's legal professionals who take up a large chunk of the Dáil benches as well. Some gave up practising upon becoming TDs, while others are actually still active and can be found down in the courts. Among those, Jim O'Callaghan, the Fianna Fáil TD, who's also a barrister and senior counsel, Junior Minister James Brown, Willie O'Dea and James Lawless of Fianna Fáil, the Labour leader, Ivana Batchik, and Independence Michael McNamara and Catherine Connolly too. Connolly actually has a really interesting CV. She's the last Keown Corla of the Dáil, the deputy Keown Corla, but also a clinical psychologist by trade as well as being a lawyer. So quite a lot of strings to her bow in fairness. Fianna Fáil's John Lahart, also one of those GDs who falls into two camps, a former teacher and a clinical psychotherapist, which I can imagine is quite helpful around Leinster House sometimes. Not only barristers representing the legal profession, by the way, solicitors like former Minister Charlie Flanagan, Josepha Madigan and Colin Burke of Fine Gael, Fianna Fáil's Thomas Byrne and Sinn Féin's Pa Daly too are also solicitors. 
Among the next most represented profession are accountants. Six of them among the ranks of the Dáil, including notable mentions like uh, Minister Michael McGrath and Sean Fleming. McGrath actually had an interesting career pre-Dáil. He qualified as a chartered accountant with KPMG before working as a financial controller at Red FM, the radio station down in Cork, and worked as head of management information and systems in UCC. Now, there are most of the main professions, and after that, things do start to get very diverse, more so than I actually expected. Vet means someone who served, served the country, served the defence forces, that's what it means to me, and someone who has transitioned out of the services into a normal civilian life. To me, it means, I guess, it's synonymous with pride, but also respect. Independent TT Cahal Berry is a medical doctor, but he was also the head of the highly respected Army Ranger Wing. He was elected in Kildare largely on the back of campaigning for better pay and conditions in the Defence Forces. Finnegale's David Stanton, too, was a commissioned officer in the Army Reserve, as well as being, you guessed it, a teacher. One of Sinn Féin's TDs in Cork, Pat Buckley, has a pretty interesting background. He's the voluntary public relations officer for the Let's Get Together Foundation, which is a non-profit suicide prevention group founded after two of his own brothers, unfortunately, took their lives. More interesting careers from Cork as well. You've got Christopher O'Sullivan. He was a, a guide with Atlantic Whale and Wildlife Tours, very much into his biodiversity and, and is out whale watching and bird spotting quite a bit. And then Holly Kearns, also down that same constituency, has had a number of careers, including Brown Envelope Seeds, a company that sells organic seeds grown on the family farm. She also did a podcast, actually, when she was a councillor about local government called Inside the Chamber and sort of did an interesting thing of tracking her rise in politics where the first few episodes were her literally having gone into the council chamber not knowing a huge amount about how it actually works and how this pacts and how you vote and all that sort of stuff and then her figuring out as she went on it's definitely well worth listen she's far from the only one though obviously to be a councillor before becoming a TD many many of them cut their teeth in council chambers across the country before getting into the dole and that that's an interesting one because councillors are only paid about 17 grand a year that's going to go up soon I think to 24 grand but still not exactly an amount particularly if you were in Dublin or any of the cities that you could necessarily live on so a lot of them have doubled up their careers as well as being a counsellor trying to do that on top of it and working in, in, in different places thinking of someone like the former minister Kevin Boxer Moran for example who was running a taxi company and driving taxis as well as then becoming a counsellor and eventually on to become a TD and a minister but let's have a look at what some of the big hitters did before they entered into politics we all know for example that Micheál Martin was a teacher and Leo Varadkar a doctor Eamon Ryan had an interesting career even though he's been in politics for, for absolutely ages in 1989 he founded a cycling safari company in which he organised cycling tours in Ireland and Europe and founded a bike shop called Belfield Bikes. Mary Lou MacDonald, meanwhile, she worked for the Irish Productivity Centre, which is a human resources consultancy operated by IBEC and ICTU, and she was a researcher of the think tank, the Institute of International and European Affairs. Pascal Donoghue, then the, the minister and Mary Lou MacDonald's constituency mate, Graduated in Trinity with an economics and politics degree, joined the graduate training programme at Procter & Gamble and then worked for Diageo in Dublin before moving full-time into politics. Minister Roger O'Gorman was a law lecturer, while Helen McEntee worked for a subsidiary of Citibank before working in the Department of Agriculture and then going on to be obviously a TD and minister. 
Many TDs also started their careers as parliamentary assistants to other TDs, usually within their party. So Neil Richmond, for example, he was a PA to Gay Mitchell when he was an MEP and then to Olivia Mitchell as well when she was a TD and a project manager for the European movement in Ireland. Emer Higgins has had a senior role in PayPal and she was PA for Francis Fitzgerald, while the Labour TD Duncan Smith was also a PA and Sinn Féin's rising star Claire Curran, she was secretarial assistant for a while for Luke Ming Flanagan when he was a TD and now obviously he is an MEP. I'm giving up uh, smoking uh, cannabis in the Republic of Ireland and the reason... Uh, <laughs> it's, 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 is this not a compromise already? <laughs> Next you'll have the hair cut and the beard off and you'll be wearing a suit. Well, obviously you've never had uh, the, the joy of having to sit down uh, beside the drug squad. Some TDs have taken the traditional route into politics, others much less so. Two Sinn Féin TDs come to mind, for example, Mark Ward. He was a behavioural therapist and has worked with people with addiction in the past. Easily one of the more interesting TDs in the Dáil, diagnosed with multiple sclerosis in 2005. And he's spoken about losing his employment in the past. He's spoken about having depression in the past and even spending six months homeless in 2016-2017. Uh, All this obviously before he became a TD, but I think brings a really interesting perspective as someone who's been through the ringer is still going through the ringer in, in many ways but then is trying to to help people out then you've got Desi Ellis another Sinn Féin TD he was sentenced to 10 years in jail in the 1980s when found in possession of explosives and admits that he was involved in the IRA at the highest level he's denied allegations in the past that he was involved in around 50 IRA murders he's obviously gone on to have a, a career in politics but also used to repair televisions on the side my goodness, you're no man to look down your nose at me as if I'm stood something that you stood yeah. up on top of. I am elected here every bit as good as you Thank are. You, Deputy. And you know, maybe a lot better than you are. Then you have the TD with arguably the most professions to his name at the moment. Michael Healy Ray, postmaster, farmer, plant hire business owner, shop owner and landlord. And then his brother, of course, Danny Healy Ray, publican and director of a plant hire company, which has contracts with the HSE and Kerry County Council. And uh, they have certainly a very interesting company down in Kerry with the other TD there, Brendan Griffin. He was a publican, but he's also written two novels, Secrets of a Moonlit River and Secrets of a Haunted Winter. Uh, you can buy them, both on Kindle and paperback, and if you go on to the the About page for Secrets of a Moonlit River, it says, Ballycastle County Kerry is a quiet, remote little place in rural southwest Ireland. Nothing ever happens in Ballycastle, or so one would think. When Carl Kavanagh moves to the locality to live with his grandfather, he soon begins to realise that his new home place hides many secrets. He must also deal with threats from unknown thugs, unusual distant lights in the night, creepy ghost stories, and a roguish schoolmate. Born out of tragedy, Carl's move to Ballycastle soon becomes a great adventure, but danger lurks around every corner. And there you go if you want to check that out from TD Brendan Griffin. Then you have some that are pooled into other careers. If you take like Alan Farrell, Mark McSharry and Michael Ring, all former estate agents. And then you have Jennifer Whitmore, the Social Democrats TD in Wicklow, who was a marine biologist. It's, it's something that I suppose I'm very proud of and, and I'm still very passionate about. My dad actually, uh, he, he was quite disappointed when I told him I was getting into politics um, and he thought I was leaving the environmental sector behind me and my dad has since passed, but I'm delighted that I am actually still able to work on issues that are close to my heart and were close to his heart. Joe Flaherty from Fianna Fáil was the managing director of Iconic Newspapers, which owns such titles as the Longford Leader, the Donegal Democrat and the Kilkenny People, among many others. He stepped away from that role, though, on entering politics to avoid any suggestion of a conflict of interest. 
Two interesting Dublin Central TDs, Nasa Hurrigan from the Green Party, she trained as an architect focusing on sustainable design and was a consultant and lectured in that field, while Gary Gannon of the Social Democrats, he briefly trained to be a plumber, worked at a bookies and was a youth worker and employment advocate for people with less available access to jobs and education. Let's go to another Green, Joe O'Brien. He worked for the Immigrant Council of Ireland and worked as an advocacy coordinator for the Ecumenical Accompaniment Programme in Palestine and Israel. Fina Falls Ann Rabbit was a former financial advisor. She worked for Bank of Ireland as well for a number of years and is a single mother to three after her husband died in 2011. While Minister Heather Humphreys, she used to manage a credit union in Coot Hill in County Cavan before entering politics. Sinn Féin's Imelda Munster gave up a job in Specsavers to work full-time for the party and another of their TDs, Darren O'Rourke, was a clinical biochemist and an advisor to former TD Cuivine O'Quailon. While Sinn Féin's health spokesman David Colnan worked in a car dealership while trying to get elected to the Dáil. I'll still have to ask him whether that technically makes him a used car salesman or former used car salesman, at least. Sticking in Waterford and Mary Butler, the junior minister, ran the family grocery business and worked for a jewellers in the city as well. While in Wexford, Verona Murphy was the head of the Irish Road Haulage Association, very high profile, and Sinn Féin's Johnny Mythen was an ESB technician before entering into politics. Finally then, Wicklow arguably has the biggest variance in what their team TDs do or did. There's the aforementioned marine biologist Jennifer Whitmore. Sinn Féin carpenter John Brady, uh, unfortunately saw his company go under during the crash but was a carpenter. Transport engineer Stephen Matthews and then management consultant Stephen Donnelly. Finally then Simon Harris who didn't actually finish his journalism and French degree in DIT. He decided to pursue politics and you'd have to say uh, that's worked out pretty well for him. This is what we're doing to try and make a real and tangible difference in an important area of people's lives in the education system of our country. And all of this is happening at a time when you're offering division, when you're offering a menu of empty rhetoric, of stagnation and a proactive policy of paralysis in this country. So there you have some of the careers behind the TDs in Leinster House. I should also mention many of them are landlords as well, which is a controversy for another day entirely, but important when they're making policy decisions. So while teachers, farmers and lawyers do make up a large chunk of the Dáil Bar, there's a few more diverse backgrounds creeping into our Parliament as well. This week's episode was researched and presented by myself, Sean Defoe, with John Kyo as editor and Lachlan Hart on sound. I'll chat to you next week.